Is this frequency in use? Welcome to Southgate Vibes, a selection of the latest stories direct from Southgate Amateur Radio News. I'm Steve Richards, Golf 4 Hotel Papa Echo. You're going to hear my personal picks of what is happening in amateur radio and the wider world of communications. Whether you're just starting out in ham radio or an experienced operator spinning around the spectrum for those rare and sometimes strange signals, I hope you'll find something to entertain you here. Welcome to Southgate Vibes. Thank you so much for joining us for a look at what's hot in the world of communications. This is podcast number 172. We've got two stories this time where amateur radio has unfortunately rubbed up against the authorities. So let's crack on. Two radio hams from the UK caused a stir on arrival at the international airport in the country of Albania recently. They claim to have been planning to activate this rare country where there are very few radio hams, but their explanations were not sufficient with the border guards who arrested them, interrogated them and then deported them, with the threat of further investigations ongoing. Two British men were arrested and accused of espionage by officers at Tirana International Airport in Albania after police discovered what were described as sophisticated Kenwood radios in their luggage. They told the officials that they were IT engineers who were carrying the amateur radio gear to indulge their hobby whilst on holiday in Albania. Under intense pressure from suspicious officials, one of the Brits was found to be registered as using ham radio in the Tirana region on online profiles, which could perhaps be considered a harmless hobby. However, his online profiles also listed him as specialising in electronic warfare. Albanian police confirmed that they have opened a probe over allegations of spy activities and espionage. A source said... It's highly unusual to be carrying this sort of equipment, and even more strange for someone to be stopped and accused of being a covert agent. The two Britons were held on May the 30th and then allowed to return to the UK. However, they remain under investigation, police say. The electronic kit by Kenwood, which makes a range of cutting-edge communication devices, was sent to the Albanian Criminal Laboratory for further examination. Shortwave radios were a classic method of spying used by the former Soviet Union and the radios may have brought up some uncomfortable memories amongst the older generation of Albanian investigators who would remember well the activities of their giant neighbour to the east. But it would be unusual for two Brits to attempt espionage with Albania as the country, while not in NATO, is friendly towards the Western Alliance. You can read more in a Daily Mirror article at www.mirror.co.uk. The Scottish Daily Record interviewed one of the two radio amateurs. Delivery driver Colin McGowan of Stenhouse Muir was stunned to be quizzed over the radio gear. The Albanian police's cybernetic unit, aided by the Albanian Secret Service, is liaising with prosecutors in the country to establish beyond doubt that Colin is the innocent amateur radio enthusiast he claims to be. 
They want to establish whether Colin was part of an espionage team during a five-day trip to the Eastern European country last month. Colin was travelling with fellow radio ham Paul Tittensaw from Chelmsford in Essex. The pair had planned to operate from what is a rare DX entity for amateur radio purposes. Colin said that he was not exactly James Bond. He couldn't even wire up a video doorbell, so could assure the authorities he wasn't spying. It all came as a bit of a surprise, but Colin believed the Albanian authorities' lack of experience or knowledge of amateur radio is what sparked this. He commented that they simply hadn't seen equipment like theirs, and they wanted to make sure that everything was above board. Colin and Paul took the field trip to Albanian capital Tirana to set up a ham radio station to broadcast their signal to other enthusiasts worldwide. And you can read the full story at the Scottish Daily Record website, www.dailyrecord.co.uk. Our second item about radio amateurs having a brush with the law comes from the USA. It seems a radio amateur thought he would be helping by providing information to assist firefighting efforts by transmitting on government frequencies. But the authorities took a very different view, and he's currently looking likely to receive a colossal fine. The Federal Communications Commission, the spectrum regulator in the USA, is proposing to fine an amateur radio operator for alleged interference with firefighting efforts in Idaho last year. The FCC said that Jason Frawley, Whiskey Alpha 7 Charlie Quebec, apparently interfered with radio communications that were guiding fire suppression aircraft working to control the so-called Johnson Fire near Elk River. Frawley later told the FCC he was only trying to help. The $34,000 fine would be the largest of its kind, the Commission said, in issuing its notice of apparent liability. All four commissioners approved the notice. Frawley now has the opportunity to respond, and the FCC would then consider final action. Commenting on the notice, the Commissioner's Chairwoman, Jessica Rosenworcel, wrote that you can't interfere with public safety communications, full stop. So they proposed the largest fine of its type for this interference that put fire suppression and public safety itself at risk. The US Forest Service and Idaho Department of Lands were fighting the 1,000-acre wildfire on national forest land. The regulator said that as firefighting crews from the Forest Service and Idaho Department of Land working to fight the wildfire, Forest Service radio communications received eight unauthorised transmissions on government frequencies from an individual identifying himself as ComTech. It was alleged that the individual interfered with communications between fire-suppressant aircraft and ground crews by communicating his observations of hazards near the Elk Butt airstrip, where he and his radio equipment were located. According to the FCC account, a Forest Service supervisor drove to the airstrip, identified Frawley as the person transmitting, and told him to stop. Mr Frawley admitted to the supervisor to broadcasting on government frequencies using the tactical call sign ComTech. 
Mr Frawley subsequently admitted to his conduct in a taped interview with an agent from the US Forest Service Law Enforcement and Investigations Branch at his residence, and in response to an FCC letter of inquiry which followed a Forest Service complaint to the Commission. The FCC said that, regardless of the intent, they found that the apparent willful violations cannot be overlooked, as interfering with authorised radio communications, and especially public safety-related communications, is a serious violation of the law and can put lives and property at risk. The Commission said that Frawley, the owner of Leader Communications, a licensee of eight microwave licences and one business licence, told the FCC he did not mean harm and instead meant to help the firefighters by providing them with details regarding Elk Butt. You can read more on this story at www.radioworld.com and if we hear of the eventual outcome of the intended prosecution, we'll let you know. You're listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment or a question, pop us over an email. Our address is vibes at southgatearc.org. That's vibes at southgatearc.org. You never know, we might feature your message in a future edition. A great initiative over in Northern Ireland is taking place soon. It's an opportunity for young people to discover amateur radio and build an electronic kit. An event aimed at young people who want to learn about radio and electronics is being held in Tandragee, County Armagh, Northern Ireland, on Saturday, June the 25th. They will be building a kit that will send out Morse code, so you can learn the code or you can plug in a Morse key and send Morse code for yourself. All tools and test equipment will be provided and there will be mentors in attendance to help you along the way, so no previous experience is required. Youngsters attending this session can also book a free lunch. Parents are welcome to sit in too, but they will need to order their own lunch and pay for it on the day. For full details and tickets, see eventbrite.co.uk, search out Young Person's Morning Kit Building. Well, that's it for this time. You've been listening to Southgate Vibes, stories about amateur radio and the world of communications from Southgate Amateur Radio News. You can find these stories and many more daily reports at our website, southgatearc.org. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to vibes at southgatearc.org. So until next time, this is Steve Richards, G4 Hotel Papa Echo, signing off and wishing you best 7-3.